I'm Becky Pike Pluth with the Bob Pike Group, and this is a creative t- training tip um, that adds on to last week. So if you didn't listen to last week's, you might want to rewind, listen to that one, and then add on to this. This is on storytelling, but adding that emotional element um, so that you have that appeal, that impact that touches and grips the heart. Uh we want to make sure that our message matters to people. And so when we're telling a story, we need to not just have it be pure data, analytics, statistics. Um, although those can be very helpful, we want to make sure that there's something emotive, whether it's joy, fear, anger, frustration, sadness, um, happiness, laughter, whatever it might be. You want to think through what are all the different emotions and how do I get them to that point? So begin with the end in mind as you're looking at that story and layering in to the beginning, middle, and end. We want to list out all the different emotions or just Google a list of emotions. Look through those and ask yourself, what is it that I want them to feel? Circle a couple. So you're starting with the end in mind and then we're going to elicit the kind of response that we want. So we want... Um, our eye, we want our audience to have eyes that are dilating um, or their heart racing or maybe them getting goosebumps. Um, when, when they're leaning in, we know we're reaching them. Those are the responses that we're looking for when we have a really good story. So how do we get them there? Um, we want to just make sure that we really track our story um, with examples. So maybe um, think about when, who, and where, and and how that will get them to that heart space. So if you're doing a sales meeting, asking a question or sharing um, a time when someone was unsuccessful or successful. Uh, and again, making that story wrap around that it can be joy or fear. Again, we want to make sure that it has that antagonist, protagonist. So um, having them problem solve Maybe you want to add a time so that they can visualize that time and place. So in last week's The Time and Place, does anyone remember? It was Christmas time. It was Eve, the eve of Christmas. And perhaps you remember that I said it was snowing and that there was ice. And so using those ideas, kind of giving them a context, giving, you know, you're kind of getting a little deeper into the story so that they were there right with you. Um, maybe you want to have it be a conflict. Um, so the, the conflict was not having gifts. So you bring that in and six little kids, you know, going down the the driveway, whatever it might be, you want to have that kind of, that's another, um, (laughs) way that you can kind of grip people. And then for the, the ending of your presentation, Um, you might share what it is that you need for others to do. So, for example, with that story, I was saying, you know, for your next presentation, here's what I'd like for you to consider or do. Or maybe it's, maybe we're on a hard path and we're going through a hard fiscal year and you're encouraging your, your peers or your employees. And it's all about, just like in the story, um, one bad thing and we look down this one tunnel and it looks like we're going to, you know, it's, there's no light, but then a bad thing turns into a good thing. So maybe the loss of those two different, um, 
clients is is good because we're going to get this third client that we didn't even know about that's going to take up more time and be of more value than those other two smaller clients whatever it might be you're going to make that connection to what you want them to consider or look at um so you're going to make sure that you have those elements in your story and then tie it to what's in it for them. So some um, inventory to think about, some ideas and concepts for stories. Maybe um, think about your childhood or young adult, later years, stories from a, a time frame. Maybe it's a relative, um, a story that you had between you and a grandparent or a child. Think of authority figures. Um, maybe it's a boss or a coach or a mentor. Um, again, you could have stories with subordinates, your employees, or a volunteer, a student. Maybe it's an enemy. Maybe you have an enemy, a competitor, a bully, um, someone you've been hurt by, something like that, and maybe an important place. So was it at the office? Was it at camp? Was it a local hangout? Um Maybe it was at your garage sale last year. Who knows? Um, maybe it's something you cherish. You're going to bring in um, the idea or concept of a photo. Maybe put that photo into a PowerPoint so that they can be right there with you. Um, maybe it's an injury. So it wasn't, you know, you're going to make sure that you share detail about the sharp object. When I was a kid, I... Um, I was playing with my sister, who's my best friend. She, Sarah and I were playing, and there was a the old-fashioned fans, you know, the ones with the that were wrought iron and had a metal um, fan blade, and we put that on the front of our twin bed, and we were going to be pilots, female pilots. We were impressed, and and really, and we just wanted to be you know, on our plane. And so all of a sudden, my sister plugged the fan in and I was holding the fan, but not very well because I didn't want it to look like I was holding the fan. And all of a sudden, the fan fell and hit my thumb. And yes, guess what happened? I was bleeding all over the place. And it was so painful. And I screamed at the top of my lungs. And I'm bleeding because the entire thumbnail was ripped off and all of a sudden I'm running downstairs and all I hear is my mom saying it better be a good one or you're getting a spanking you know I'm like oh boy I, and then I pause for a moment is this good enough is this not of course it's good enough I'm bleeding everywhere but as a young child who knows so I go into the kitchen screaming and crying and my mom's like yeah it's good enough we'll, we'll get that washed up you know running water over the bloody finger oh it hurts so bad and as she cleaned it up and wrapped it up and gave me a big hug and, of course, probably a can of pop. Pop made everything better. The end of the day, you have elements in that story, right? We have the fan. We have our sister. We have our mom who's like, oh, my gosh, if it's not good enough, I'm getting a spanking. Do I really want that? Oh, I pause. The conflict is there. Using your history, using elements within it, so thinking of the, the item that hurt you, thinking of where you were on the bed, those are, are how we get stories to kind of come to life. So think about the next story that you want to tell. Pause for a moment, reflect on it, just tell the important elements, but then have a call to action. So for that story I just told, I'm going to relate it to what I'd like for you to do. You're running down the stairs with a bloody thumb, 
and you're being asked, is it good enough? So as you're looking at the story that you're going to tell in your next session, know that I encourage you, it is good enough. And run to the faucet, get it bandaged up, and be ready to go. So whatever's hurt you in the past, maybe you've been told you're not a good storyteller. Overcome that today. Run to the sink, wash yourself off, bandage yourself up, and start using stories again. I'm Becky Pike-Pluth. Thank you for listening to our creative training tip.